Welcome back, everybody. This is the Bloom Social Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Garcia. I'm joined today by Bailey Sutton and welcoming back after a week off, Mr. Steven Shoemaker. Gentlemen, how's it going? Pretty good, man. How you doing? Doing all right. Enjoying a little uh, pre-July 4th half day. Nice. Enjoying some time off. So uh, looking forward to having a nice weekend of uh, being outside and just enjoying enjoying the land of the free <laughs> that's right so. that's right well i'm happy to be back and uh back on the airwaves and excited to talk about our our subject of today i wanted to start the episode by giving another shout out to joe joe if you're listening thanks again for hopping on last week if uh now i'm addressing you audience if you have not listened to that episode yet we highly recommend going and checking it out uh, joe Pacenti of real life lore we interviewed him Last week on the pod, talking a little bit about Facebook, or not Facebook, YouTube, and uh, just the YouTube landscape. So, really entertaining episode. Really enjoyed having Joe on. So, Joe, thanks again. And his channel is Real Life Lore, if you guys are looking for some good educational YouTube content. Uh, But yeah, good to have Steve back on. And today's topic is one that we actually just posted a blog about. And so, may not be our typical 40 to 45 minutes, but we... Wanted to share some helpful tips on a topic of something that we actually are offering as part of our services here at Bloom Social, and that is ad packages for social media. So, Steve, why don't you explain a little bit about what we do at Bloom with our ad packages that we offer? Yeah, I'd love to jump jump into that. So, we offer three different levels of ad packages. So, we have um, actually four, I guess you could say. So, the first one is just basic boosting a post. So, that's you know, just taking a post that's already been done, an organic post, and then just dropping, you know, anywhere from generally fifty to a hundred dollars into it, even as low as twenty-five, and that just kind of boosts out the range that the reach. Um, so that's generally for product promotions and just boosting the page following. So that's generally what that one will do. And then moving on to the small biz focus one. So this one is a little bit more hands-on. We actually create a campaign inside of Ads Manager. So for this one, you know, you see. It's a pretty basic um, campaign setup, so we'll set up a couple different ones, um, and we all use retargeting to further um, tap into that that market. So um, this is really for you know trying to get leads for new products or selling a product or um, a service. So if for for companies that want to kind of the next step, that's what we that's what we offer. Um, and then our accelerated package is a little bit bigger, a little bit better. So you get um, better performance reports. And what's really cool is we do chatbot creation inside of that. So instead of having to nurture every lead by, um, you know, spending all the time communicating with them, we actually, you know, hand it over to a chatbot to kind of pull out the basic information that's needed. And then once we have some better information, then we can send that over to um, some of our clients and then they can, you know, work to make the final sale. So, and then past that point, we do have, you know, the, the big bad one, which is, you know, the, the enterprise one where we can do, um, we create a full website, um, we, a full website landing page. We identify every website visitor and then retarget from your website. Um, we handle CRM tools. Uh, so lots of, lots of cool options for that, that bigger package. And that's, you know, that's for really the, the companies that want to go big. And really see the most out of their their campaigns. So that's kind of a breakdown of, of our options, um, and we can kind of dive into more specifics as we go, and as it's relevant. 
Sure. Yeah, I think when we look at when we look at ad campaigns, and I'm going to bring up, and this is kind of my go-to example when I talk about past experiences, at least in my in my experience. Uh, so Bailey, when we were in the band together, mm-hmm. oftentimes what we would do, and this is kind of an example for what businesses will do with uh, their ad campaigns, we would post on you know Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we would boost uh, boost posts whether we were announcing a concert or if we had some new merchandise that we had released or uh, we had released some new content. So these are all kind of good examples in the music world of things that you can do or things that you can boost, uh, put a little bit of money in, and as Steve said, reach a wider audience and uh, get that little uh, that little promoted thing underneath your post. So basically, it just goes to show that you put a little bit of money in, you're going to reach more people, and it's really a great option for those who are wanting to use social media. And really it's the only option for people who are wanting to use social media as an advertisement package. I think you can use organic posting to kind of build your page, but ultimately it's going to be that, that advertising, uh, that, that boosted post or boosted story. That's really going to push it over the top. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's, it's great exposure. Especially like going back to the the music example, if you're a musician or a band, um, if you, and you don't necessarily have the funds or experience in Facebook Ads Manager or any kind of digital advertising, the boosted side of things uh, is really helpful because it's all pretty user friendly. You can go in there not knowing anything about Facebook ads and just boost a post, put your budget in, your targeting, your goal, and uh, yeah, it, it's really great for exposure. So it's awesome. Definitely. So today's episode, like we said, we're going to talk a little bit about how boosting a post or how much money you put into your campaign, how that can affect the success of the campaign. Obviously, this is something that we offer at Bloom Social, but uh, we want to share some helpful tips, some things that we've learned in our, our past experience, some strategies that we use here at Bloom to make sure that uh, your boosted posts and your ad campaigns are successful. And Bailey, why don't you start us off by kind of explaining what are some of the goals that we achieve by boosting posts. I think Steve kind of hit on a couple of them, but why should I boost posts if I own a Facebook page or an Instagram channel or whatever you would call it? Instagram channel, not Instagram channel, Instagram profile. Yeah. I'm getting my, I'm getting YouTube and everything. There's Hang a lot of Joe. platforms to this keep track of, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, why boost a post? I mean, like I said, boosting posts is a lot different than going into ads manager and, you know, creating a full-blown campaign with ad sets and ads underneath it. Boosting posts, like I said, is user-friendly. So mainly to promote your page, to gain exposure, to get that reach up, to get the engagement up. Um, So it's not necessarily for sales or leads or anything like that. So it's mainly just page promotion, get your name and your brand out there. So that's what what boosting posts would be for. Yeah, we really suggest boosting posts for you know, if you're, especially if you're starting an account from, from zero. So it really helps to get that initial, you know, 100 followers. Sometimes those initial 100 followers can be the most difficult thing mm-hmm. to get, you know, especially on a platform like Facebook where you can't be following and, and interacting as what you can, but it's it's a lot harder to rather yeah. than, you know, something like Instagram. So, you know, getting those initial 100 followers with a boosted post can be really, really helpful in, in kickstarting your growth. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, a lot of people have the uh, idea that, they go into Facebook and they'll and they let's say they have a product they're selling and they boost that post and they don't see any sales going back to their website. So 
like I said, you know, you got to really f uh, figure out your goals and, you know, boosting posts is um, going to get your name and your brand out there. But yeah, Steve, like you said, when starting from zero is, is perfect because then you can start with boosting and then work your way towards a full blown campaign. Yeah. So you guys kind of took me to the next point that I wanted to make, which was, uh, you know, something that I actually just recently learned, which is there is a difference between just boosting a post or boosting a page and a full blown ad campaign. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know, I think what we're, you know, the, the spirit of what you're saying is that boosting a post or boosting your page can generally be done for a little bit less money. It's a little bit less of a financial, right. uh, investment, but at the same time, you're not going to get the same level of return necessarily, right? It's and, and what we've learned here at Bloom and what we learned with the band back in the day is you're going to get out what you put in mm -hmm. to a large extent. Now, there's there's no replacement for good content. There's no replacement for good, um, you know, good strategy or good targeting. But to a large sense, you know, the 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 lever in the equation is how much you put in is how much you're going to get out. And I think that when we look at boosting a page or boosting a post, you may not want to put, you know, thousands of dollars into that because all you're really going to do is promote your brand. And that, that may be a good thing, mm -hmm. right? You may, you know, to your guys' point, when you're starting, your main goal may be to just make people aware of who you are, yeah. right? But ultimately, you're going to move to a point, hopefully you're going to move to a point where people know who you are, they know what you do, and they either follow your page or they're at least aware of your page. Now it's time to move beyond just boosting of a page or a post and into an actual full-blown campaign. Right. And so, Steve or Bailey, whoever wants to jump in first, what does a campaign look like as opposed to, say, just a boosted post or a boosted page? Uh, yeah, I can jump in on this. Yeah, so um, boosting a, a page, uh, obviously you're promoting the page itself. Um, so you'll have the goal of getting likes or getting followers or just page visits. Um, so that's always good. I mean, uh, the good thing about that is that you can extract that data. You can retarget everyone that is interacted with your page through that boosted post and retarget them later for a full-blown campaign. Um, so you still have targeting available when you're boosting posts or pages. Um, and you have a, a budget, you have budget options there as well. Um, but when you go into a full-blown campaign, you know, that is, uh, you know, your ad's going to be seen not only on Facebook feed, but Facebook, you know, stories, marketplace, everywhere that, you know, all the Facebook little, you know, uh, placements there. So, and then you have more goals. So your objectives are, you know, leads or sales, website visits, um, uh, video views, you know, all of that stuff, lead gen. So you have a lead form actually on Facebook. Um, so it's a bit, it's a bit more, um, complex and it's kind of a big monster <laughs> from a, a, a wide glance but yeah you know when you get into that campaign level um, you are going to see results um, but you know the more money you put in the more results you'll get like you said Christian but if you go in there blindly and your targeting is uh, you know off and your content you let your content slide then that all that money that you put in to get more out of it is just being wasted so you have to be smart with it um, you have to really know what you're doing as far as targeting um, and this is all assuming you're doing it on your own. Um, so do your research. Um, we have uh, a recommendation to when you're going into ads manager, at least start with a thousand dollars when you're doing the campaign and you want to make sure, uh, you know, you know what your goals are and you want to be also testing. So test everything. So you want to have a big enough budget to kind of play around 
and uh, see what works and what doesn't. So yeah, it's kind of it. Yeah, a couple things to add on to that. So I mean, the, the a big difference between you know boosting a post and creating a full campaign is under a full campaign you have the options to um, create multiple different A B mm-hmm. tests. And, and different avenues that you can bring your potential customer down. So say they the first video, you know, piques their interest, but you don't close the sale. So you can you can take a whole nother avenue and say, okay, now we're gonna hit them with a more detailed explanation yeah. with a heavier pitch at the end. So there's it, ads manager allows you to do a, a whole bunch of different trees of of ad campaigns, all linking together, all tracking data from, you know, potential customers, and then using that to then retarget. Um, you can even, you know, tap into, if you connect it with a, uh, a Facebook pixel on your website, you can check out, hey, this person added, you know, an item to their cart, but they never actually made the payment. So what we can do with that is then re-hit them with that same item in their ads. So there's there's a lot of really, really cool things that you can do with Facebook, you know, ad, ads manager. And, um, yeah, essentially what, you know, what Bailey's saying with the more money, more money is, you know, more options, more different avenues you can take your customer down and more potential ways to connect with them to make that final sale. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. So, so I have a question, and, and this is just my lack of understanding or lack of knowledge. So, okay, so let's take Amazon, right? So, obviously, everyone knows Amazon for their online store. But they also have Amazon Web Services, right? Which is like kind of its own separate thing, but it's still under the Amazon umbrella, but it's its own separate thing. Is that how Ads Manager is for Facebook? Because like I thought initially you could only use Facebook Ads Manager for Facebook ads, but you're making it sound like you can also use it on your website. And that's actually new to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, maybe I'll clarify that a little bit. Um, So Facebook Ads Manager is – it's – it is Facebook that it's mm-hmm. a you know a, it's not a, a separate entity from Facebook. Okay. But the, um, the what I was referring to is called the Facebook Pixel. Okay. So it's actually yeah. a little line of code. It's a little line of code that you plop into your website, um, and then what that does is it allows Facebook to then gather data from oh, the website. Okay. And it shoots it back. It's similar to doing like a Google Analytics thing. Sure. That, okay. Um, that you makes sense. You know how sense. Google Analytics you, yeah. you 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 place the code in and then it tracks it and shoots all the data back to Google. So what this does is just shoot all the information about your website back to the ad, and then from that you can then create, you know, either further ads to you know more hone it or you know you can use that data for anything else. yeah it, okay. it basically tracks like all activity so we have an ad launched and the facebook pixels connected and activated uh if someone goes there clicks around you know clicks uh buy now but doesn't like you said steve doesn't check out you know the facebook pixel sees that and then we have retargeting in place to then retarget that user okay gotcha so that's great clarification i didn't know that i didn't know because i know that we talk about facebook pixel and some of our some of our packages but i actually didn't know you know, the extent to which that was utilized. Mm -hmm. And so that's good clarification. And I think, um, it's just so funny, kind of some semi-related side note. Uh, you know, they start calling it the Facebook, they call it the Facebook group now, right? They don't just call it Facebook because obviously Facebook is, uh, you know, they own Instagram, they own Oculus Rift, which is that VR headset. And WhatsApp. You guys are familiar with that. Um, yeah, they own, they own a lot. And so it's, it's not just Facebook anymore. It's the Facebook group. And, um, you know, one thing that's funny is we're uh, doing research all the time on user bases. You know, people like to call Facebook antiquated and, you know, kind of out. It still retains the highest user count 
of any of the social media platforms yeah. by quite a considerable margin at that at that point. So it's just kind of funny that everyone's like, oh, Facebook's, you know, Facebook's kind of the thing of the past. It's not really important anymore, but it really is the, the like the most used social media platform. And so, yeah. you know, when you're using Facebook tools or, or Facebook programs, it is a, uh, you know, it, it's going to be backed by a big company with a lot of resources, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And they've, I've really appreciated how they've kind of democratized um, the platform. So they, they've allowed, you know, the average person can go in there and try to learn Facebook ads if they'd like. <laughs> it's right. a, it's a tricky beast to learn. Oh, absolutely. But they, they open it up. You know, they, they're not like you have to get a license and we have to approve you and they're not, they're not giving you a whole bunch of hurdles to jump mm-hmm. through. They, they open up all their software for everyone yeah. to use. Yeah. So, Meeting, um, media buying. You know, that's part of their big strong. Right. Thing. Yeah. Media buying is, is, easier you know now than ever it's crazy you go in there you can load any kind of content you want picture video slideshow uh you know it's it's you're pretty much unlimited you don't have to have the best looking ad um but if you provide value get your message across and you have the right targeting the budget and duration you know you'll you'll be successful but like i said i would you know you got to determine your goals and you know test 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 i mean that's so important I have, oh yeah, another another key thing that Facebook Ads Manager allows you to do. So um, while we're on it, uh, it's something called a lookalike audience. Mm. So what this does is it's something that obviously you can't do in a boosted post. Um, it's an audience that you create inside of Ads Manager, and what it does is you can upload data that you have currently from your business. So you can use all those all those um, you know rewards programs and subscriptions, email subscriptions, all those type of things. You can use that data, upload it to Facebook, and then Facebook then cross checks that against their database and fi- and like so then they can determine who your customer is. So Facebook, if you do this, probably knows who your customer is better than you know. <laughs> so, but through doing that, you can then then Facebook will automatically take that data and then target people who look similar yeah. to your yeah. current audience. It's a really really cool feature that you know it's it's uh, not used. And you can them. test that too. So you can test. You obviously you can load your lookalike audience in and then Facebook will generate an audience obviously that looks a lot like that and then uh, right. you can create your own targeting and do an a b test what's gonna work here which and with you know multiple ads underneath that and then you just you kind of just do trial and error and then you you nail things down until you find something that works yeah that's that's great that's uh this is all like I know I'm kind of the new new guy in the group, <laughs> but i'm I'm learning a lot too just by listening yeah, to you guys talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the the fact of the matter is that Facebook is is the premier site for for advertising online. I mean, like Google Google does. I mean, it's I guess it's a it's a toss up between Google and Facebook. Yeah. But I mean, as far as knowing who your customer is, Facebook I would argue probably knows your customer better than than Google does. Um, you know, and people go back and forth on it, but you know, we've really obviously we've really focused on Facebook because. Um, we, we think that they, they have the winning formula mm-hmm. um, be, between knowing people very, very well and being able to communicate directly to them, you know, on a, on a regular platform. We really think that they have the winning strategy. Definitely. Yeah, I hear you. That's awesome. And I think it's just it's funny to see how advertisement in this kind of takes us into our next point. It's funny to see how advertisement has moved away, at least from a cost perspective, you know, if you look at the main forms of advertisement over, you know, the last 20, 30 years, 
I'd say you pretty much you have print, right? Maybe newspapers or or newsletters, whatever. Radio, mm-hmm. and then you've got like television. Yeah. Is there anything else that I'm missing? I think those are the those are the big billboards. three, right? Yeah, billboards yeah. maybe like like terrestrial or whatever you'd call that. Yeah. Um, but really, what you're seeing is as life becomes more digital, of course, advertising is going to become more digital, and I think that's the reason why we push social media ad campaigns so heavily because not only is it you know the easy not necessarily the easiest but it's it's quick to set up but it's also the best you know bang for your buck because you're reaching people a lot easier and a, and a lot you know a lot further outside of just your immediate you know populace who's going to read the newspaper or listen to the radio or you know a lot of a lot of uh you know, companies will do like this is big in the injury law world. You know, every every like year during the Super Bowl, your local channel will have a ton of injury law commercials because yeah. you know they they save up their money and they pay for a thirty second ad <laughs> spot during the Super Bowl yeah. and and that's and that there's nothing to discount from that, but that's still big. But what what people are starting to find out and what businesses have, well, the good businesses have already found out, is that the social media audience is far beyond anything that's local to your company. Right. Right. And so, you know, you're going to be attracting people, especially if you're doing e-commerce, right? And if you're a small Denver business or, you know, in our case, a small Texas business, and you're you're able to ship things, you know, globally, which pretty much everybody has access to, you know, why wouldn't you not try to reach out to a global audience? Right. Because as, yeah. as digital life has expanded... And as shipping has also expanded, there's really no boundaries for yeah. who you should be targeting, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah, I want to go back really. I want to go back really sure. quick. So, I mean, um, I wouldn't say that social media marketing is easier. I would. Okay. I mean, definitely not because um, you know with traditional things, you you create a billboard, you create your your creative, and you just put it up there. And then you're done. Yeah. You put a phone number on there that's unique to that billboard. So then you, you that's so that's like the only real tracking that you can do okay. is hey, this is a different phone number that's going to ring through. We only know that this worked is if someone calls that exact number. So the the difference there is hey, we're setting up multiple campaigns to target the same person with different angles. So there's a whole lot more that goes into a Facebook campaign than does to your traditional billboard, yeah. um, print media. Or, or TV. Even with TV, you might have multiple creatives, but you're not targeting based on, you know, interactions that happened yeah. from that. So, you know, it's um it's a more it's a much more hands on process, but because of that you get better. Yeah, results. the targeting That's criteria is just endless. You know? Like you can target exactly the right person that you need. And like you said, with billboards you you choose your creative and you maybe say, oh, I want my billboard. Oh, I want that one on the corner by 70, you know, in Kipling, <laughs> you know, and hope that someone drives by and that's your target audience. But, you know, that's not the case with social. You could really dial it in exactly how it should be, you know. That's a great point. Yeah. Thanks for correcting yeah. me on my uh, <laughs> my difficulty <laughs> assessment of social media. Well, yeah, I just I just want to make it clear. Like, it's it's not an easy yeah. process. And, and, like, it can be discouraging. It definitely can be. And, and we've been there. You know, we've... 
we've kind of started from scratch in this business and, you know, growing and learning to understand it more and more every day. You know, there's something I learn every day, every time I go into ads manager. It's just, you know, I really call it a tricky beast. It really is. So, <laughs> so that's why, I mean, that's why we're here though, you know, to come alongside businesses. So you don't have to spend the hours upon hours upon hours that we have in ads manager. Yeah. So. No, that's a great point. And I think, yeah, to your point, I, I was driving with my brother the other day and we drove a bit by a billboard and he's like, how does my brother's like, how does, how do they expect anybody to be able to read this hmm. in the time? <laughs> like I'm, we're going 60, 70 miles an hour down the highway and there's this billboard with a ton of information. <laughs> and my brother's like, how do they expect anybody to be able to get anything out of this when they're moving that fast? And yeah. you know, it's funny cause yeah. you, you may think that that's exclusive to billboards. Like that's an exclusive billboard problem. But it's actually the the real root of that problem is how much time people are willing to spend on your ad, right? So it's, it's actually quite a similar problem in the social media world. Like you've got people's attention for a couple of seconds, and you better do something with those couple of seconds because just like you're you know just like you're on the highway, you're speeding through your feed, and something's got to catch your eye, or else you're just not going to pay attention to it. Exactly. So. I find that interesting, like an interesting yeah. comparison between billboards and, and social media. That goes into, uh, sorry, that goes into, uh, you know, with, you know, the attention span, you have 0.2 seconds to catch someone's attention. That goes into the, your copy strategy and your creative strategy. So if it's too long, you know, you might not catch the right person, but you also might, <laughs> depending on your targeting and your strategy. But yeah, you know, you have to put, take that into account. You know, people are scrolling as fast as they're driving. So, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I would love to take the last like uh, five, 10 minutes and talk a little bit about future. Yeah. Um, and what the future is looking like. Uh, if, if you guys are cool Definitely. with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Yeah. So hop into it, my man. Yeah. I mean, I, I really like this whole AR, the AR future. I think that's, that's coming out our way is going to be insane because um, we have this this mix of billboards and Facebook ads. They're, they're going to come together and make this beautiful baby called AR ads. And <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Like being able to be driving down the highway and see a billboard and focus on it. And then, boom, you can save that link, right? And then you can go back to it. And you, it, it, the possibilities for this is endless. You could, and, and custom creating ads like in Facebook, but in real life. So Google Glasses have been or Google Glasses were the ones that kind of came out and flopped because they looked ugly and blah 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 whatever. But lots of rumors are floating around about Apple creating an AR glasses that probably releasing within the next year or two, and it could radically change the game. Um, where you know just the fact of of custom creating ads for each person as they're walking around their day to day life that alone is insane. So you could you know keep those traditional billboard slots but have AR features built into those that when people look that way they see it and they're able to you know find out more details or quickly go to the website or things like that where it it this could just revolutionize the whole space yeah. um just really interesting that's yeah that's sick but well, based on your your strategy and if you have qr codes whatever i mean you could really either there's big return there i think you're right steve i like that i think qr codes are kind of the first step in that process because a lot of times now what you see are, you know, people posting flyers or maybe there are print ads and it's like, Hey, hit this QR code to learn more. Right. I remember um, a couple of years back 
when I, I bought a pair of Adidas shoes and Adidas has this, uh, they have this initiative. I think it's called parlay, parley, parlay. Yeah. Parley. Uh, I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. It's parley (laughs) for the oceans and they basically, they recycle ocean plastic to make shoes. Yeah. And they, I remember on the shoe box, they had a QR code saying, you know, scan this to learn more about the initiative. Right. And so I was like, Oh, of course. I mean, these shoes are tight. I want to learn more about the shoes. And next thing I know, I'm learning about their initiative to recycle plastic to make shoes, which is an awesome initiative, right? And so I think that's not necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily consider that AR, but it's a step in that direction of providing quick links to, you know, to other advertising, other information about the product. I think Google Google has an AR tool where if you... I think it's only on Android. Actually, it may not only be on Android anymore, but basically when you scan, they ran a uh, an ad campaign for this on TV for a while. If you open up this app and you scan a building, it'll tell you like the building and like the history of the building and everything. So like those ad campaigns about like, hey, let me pull up Google View or whatever it was called. I don't remember. And I'm looking at, you know, the, you know, uh, the Eiffel Tower, right? And it says, oh, this is the Eiffel Tower. And it gives you like basic information about it. That same technology, to your point, Steve, is going to be used to say, hey, I'm going to go to the store. Oh man, these shoes are kind of sick. I'm going to like open it up on my phone and I'm going to look at them. And then maybe that's going to like take you to Nike's page or Adidas page or whatever the case is going to be and give you just like insight into where that information is or what the information is for that shoe. So it's like there's really AR is kind of the next big thing, not even just in the ad world, but just in the world. Right. Which I'm really excited to see kind of how it it expands. Yeah. I mean, tapping back into QR codes and QR codes kind of, they, uh, they lived in the world of kind of this holographic, the same idea as like this holographic marketing that like it's this hot new thing. Right. And then everyone's like, wait, I don't actually know what to do with hmm. a QR code. There's like, it used to be that you had to download an app and then the app, you had to open up the camera from inside the app and then you could go to the website. But so it kind of, it, it was this big hype and then it flopped because it was, it ended up being a little too complicated at the time. But now most people don't know that the most smartphone cameras, you can just pull out your camera, scan it, and then it'll just pop you to the website. So like there's a big gap in information from consumers of, Hey, this seems like it's it's a cool thing from like the nerdy advertising perspective, and then when it translated into real life, it was like c- consumers just had no idea like what it even was. So it looks like what we're gonna do is just leapfrog over that um, to something like AR. Same thing with holographic stuff. You know, I saw a lot of videos of like Coca Cola messing around with holographic, you know, images that are kind of popping out at you and spinning around. But it, I guess it just it's t- too expensive, and AR is gonna come and just sweep it away anyway. Yeah. So. I think more and more people are learning uh, the power of QR codes and what they could do with them because now anytime, I don't know about you guys, but anytime I sit down in a restaurant now, I have to scan a QR code to look at the menu. That's true. And uh, now I'm thinking, you know, as a marketer and as advertiser, I'm thinking, how could this be effective for businesses, you know, in 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 advertising, in the advertising world? So, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more of that, you know, in the near future. No, that's great info. And I think... The future is always fun to talk about, right? <laughs> it's always cool to see. It is the unknown. Right. It's, it's always cool to see what's coming. And I think it is imperative for businesses to always, 
this is something that I've learned uh, working in the software world. And I think it's maybe a little bit more inherent in the software world than in other industries. But if you're not looking at the future of technology, it, it doesn't matter if your business is technology or not. If you're not looking at the future and like staying a little bit, maybe not completely in the know about what's coming, then you're going to get left behind. And we talk about that in the diffusion of innovations, right? If you're, you know, a, an innovator or an early adopter, a late adopter, you know, or a laggard, right? That it's just become so much more important as we move into a more technical and a more digital world that becomes more important. And you may ask yourself, oh man, you know, I'm a, I'm a brewery or I'm a t-shirt print shop. Why do I need to be aware of what's coming up in the future? Well, technology affects everything, right? It basically, it has become the backbone of every business in the world. And if there's one thing to take away from this episode that doesn't have to do with advertisement, it's that you should be subscribed to what's going on in the tech world because it's going to completely change your business and it'll change your life. And I think even more so just with, with COVID and what's happened with that companies have been forced to move up. So it's just really interesting Mm -hmm. to see that, that relationship. Yeah. I mean, even a a little bit of research a day or reading a day on new tech, uh, new technology and just, you know, the world of tech. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out every day. So doing your research at least a little bit, you know, you can stay in the know. And so you're not completely left behind, you know, or just keep a nerd like me close by. Yeah. (laughs) Just have friends who, uh, like to nerd out on AR and, uh, all that good stuff. But, Oh yeah. Well, great. Well, we're coming up on time here. So closing thoughts, I will, I'm not going to tell anybody to go first. I'm going to let somebody who's the most convicted go first. (laughs) Yeah, I got some. Go ahead. So uh, July is um, boycott Facebook ads month. If you haven't heard the news. Yeah, it's it's something that's happening because Facebook, um, according to some groups, is um, promoting hate. So um, there's large boycotts from companies like Unilever. Um, Unilever is one of the biggest advertising agencies in the company, handling huge brands like Dove. Um, lots of beauty stuff. Um, yeah, so they've, they've dropped everything. Ford has dropped everything. Uh, Coke has also dropped everything. So huge boycott right now against Facebook ads. So there are two takeaways from this. Um, so with your brand, know your stance on what you think about it and, um, and how you feel about it and, you know, act accordingly. If you are running ads, then have, a something, some good messaging written up. You know, just in case, you know, that conversation comes up. Um, second point to take away from that is that uh, ads are cheap yes. right now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money is out of the system. So, um, you know, if you are part of the, you know, the sect that would, you know, promote ads, this might be a good time yeah. to do it. I so, mean, yeah, and traffic up. is still high, you know. So, mm-hmm. yep. um, yeah, I, to go. Can I pause real quick? Yeah. And say that that was, to this point, the best closing thought ever on this podcast oh. that was really <laughs> good like, i hope you understand <laughs> you win you won steve 
I might as well not do mine anyway. now. <laughs> no, I need a no, cookie. No. <laughs> yeah, like, Give us your closing thoughts. No, well, I was I was gonna say, you know, first off, to go off what Steve said, uh, if you want to learn more about the Facebook ads boycott and how it will affect you as the user and in your business and the financial impact, we shared a uh, article on our Facebook page and on our Twitter. Um, from search engine land. So if you go on that page that was shared yesterday, you can click on that and read all about it and uh, learn more about it. And you can see how that's going to affect Facebook and um, how it will affect your business. Um, so with my closing thoughts, um, all of this is, you know, with with the Facebook ads and the Facebook ads manager, it's a beast. So if you're doing it on your own, like I, like we said, you know, you want to test a lot of things. But also, I mean, we're here to help. Um, we're going to leave our contact info in the description, and this is what we do every single day, and uh, we know what we're doing, and if you need any help at all, even if it's just one question, um, hit us up. We'll be happy to help. Awesome. Bailey, that was the second best closing thought. That's okay. <laughs> Coming second my whole life. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, my closing thought, as usual, has nothing to do with today's episode. Okay. Um, I'm really bummed about 4th of July because at least here in Texas as as far back as I can remember being a little kid there was always fireworks being shot off yeah one place or another and like four of the places that I've been in my childhood and frequented during this time of year they are all not shooting fireworks this year oh, and man. it's because of covid mm, that's and I'm a little bummed about it but it is what it is. Um, I'll probably just echo what I said last week. Be safe. I know at least here in Texas, it's starting to spike again. So uh, be safe. The surge. You gotta gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, get that vitamin D. Get outside. Uh, but just be safe. We here at Bloom Social want you to be safe. Um, I'm gonna try to be safe, but there may be higher powers at work. <laughs> So I'm, not sure. I'm kidding. Um, we'll see. Aliens. Aliens are giving us. And if you're if you're talking to me through 5G, stop. Five <laughs> <laughs> oh, 5G anyway. boycott. And that's a that's a discussion for another time. Even though Steve, I know you brought that up as one of your closing thoughts. One of the podcasts. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to talk. We've about yet someday. to do our episode on that, but. Um, <laughs> Gentlemen, thanks again for joining. Uh, audience, if you like today's episode, give us a five-star review. Subscribe to the pod. We'd love to reach out, hear from you guys, uh, get to know who you are, get to know how your company or your business or maybe just you as a person are using social media. We're always interested to make connections and hear from you guys. So Definitely. Uh, reach out. We mean it. I think we'd be happy to hear from you guys. For sure. Adios. Take care. We'll see you next week. Happy 4th. <laughs>